Sean Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked on Cardinals. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. Bo, you look rested. Looks like about four and a half hours sleep for my co-host with his beautiful baby boy, keeping him up. Uh, Follow him at Bob Brock. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Smash the like button. Go subscribe on YouTube. Numbers are growing every day. Thank you to everybody who's watching, listening, retweeting, messaging us, subtweeting with uh, uh, misspelled words on purpose. Uh, Chandler Jones, thank you. Um, exciting things happening. Uh, we are continuing guest week, the worst name in the history of professional podcasting. Johnny Venerable from Revenge of the Birds is going to join us today. Um, jumping in a day early from his normal Friday slot, Cam Cox from 12 News, tagging the partner, is going to join us tomorrow to talk Cardinals. We've got some interesting thoughts today. It's kind of a slower news day, which we haven't been able to say a lot since the offseason started. I mean, we've had... A lot of fun stuff to talk about. This episode of Locked on Cardinals brought to you by Peacock and Williamson. Brian Peacock from Locked on 49ers. Matt Williamson, former NFL scout. They host Locked on Peacock and Williamson every day, Monday through Friday, just like Bo and myself. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective for all the news surrounding NFL, whether it be free agent signing, trades, etc. Aaron Rodgers' news is now put to bed. I'm sure that was a hot topic for them for the majority of this offseason. Check them out. Peacock and Williamson on the Locked on Podcast Network. Um couple proposed trades from ESPN we're going to talk about. Bo tweeted out earlier this morning from his personal account at Bob Brack. Kyler Murray gifted Michael Bidwell something, you know, heartfelt. And it, it just, Kyler Murray just surprises us. Just with little things that he does, we have no idea what's going through his head because a lot of times people think quiet equals dumb. And I don't, under, I've never understood that. Kyler is very, no, it's true. People, when people that are quiet think that, you know, you're not smart because you don't talk a lot, which is stupid. Um, Kyler's definitely not that. He gifted Michael Bidwell a um, very, very loving, heartfelt gift that we'll talk about. Um, and could the Cardinals trade Andy Isabella? Like, seriously, let's just get into that now. We'll talk about that. Bo, why don't you tell me the proposed trades that ESPN put out there? And um, let's dive a little bit deeper into them. We'll get Johnny in here in about five or seven minutes. Yeah, I believe it was like six proposed trades that uh, their analysts over at the Worldwide Leader wanted to or thought should happen. And the Arizona Cardinals had were involved in two of them. And uh, Andy Isabella, a guy we haven't heard about, it's two underachieving wideouts from the same draft. Of course, Nikhil Harry played his uh, days at Chandler High School. He went to Arizona State, starred there, and uh, became a first-round pick for the New England Patriots and has done pretty much nothing since then. Uh, Andy Isabella, he made his rise throughout the NFL Combine after a huge year at UMass, uh, led the FCS in uh, receiving yards, and then um, the Arizona Cardinals took the Josh Rosen second-round pick they received from the Miami Dolphins, and they plucked Andy Isabella over the likes of DK Metcalf. And the rest is history. If you look at the numbers, and it's it's pretty, it's pretty incredible that uh, – Nikhil Harry has 414 yards receiving, and Andy Isabella has 413 yards receiving. Like they're basically as, just as disappointing. I think you probably would have to say Nikhil Harry is 
shockingly a bigger disappointment just because he has the first round. Um, he was a first round selection, the only first round selection wide receiver during, I believe, during the Bill Belichick era. So um, it, it just it makes sense to me because here are guys that just can't find their way. There's the pressures. There's there's already been the bust label that they're going to have a tough time shaking in these respective fan bases. But Andy Isabella played at UMass, Foxborough, New England. Akil Harry grew up, started Arizona State. Why not help them find their way in familiar areas? I feel like Josh McDaniels is looking across the country like, man, I could do something with that kid. Like Andy Isabella has a skill set that if utilized correctly in a vacuum could be more beneficial to an offense than what he's been with the Cardinals. I think that's fair to say. I mean, that's obviously I, very, I don't you don't think so? I just, I don't think he's, I don't think he's good enough to play at the NFL level. He had three touchdowns in two games to start last year in week two and week three. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. He had two touchdowns overall last year. Well, I thought he had, I, th- I think he had three in two games. It's it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, he's not good. Mikhail <laughs> Harry, on the other hand, seems to be yeah. like a dormant volcano. It's just like, if you can put, he's, you can't teach size. The dude right. balled out at Arizona State. Like, we saw this, and you were right. I was wrong with Akeem Butler. I thought Akeem Butler was the steal of the draft at 4-1 for the Cardinals. Fourth-round pick. And uh, he's flamed out as a tight end and a wide receiver. So maybe Nikhil Harry's in the same boat. But, I mean, we got a very close look at him here in Arizona. And I think, what, first of all, why would New England do it? Because, as you mentioned, Andy Isabella is obviously uh, underwhelmed. And the Cardinals, yeah. it seems like it would be a steal to get another outside receiver. Yeah, you know, it'd be interesting to see. I think both fan bases, like it would be, uh, you know, going against which player they think is 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 going to be the the better player because everybody's looking at it as, oh, well, if you just put Nikhil Harry in the right situation, he would probably shine. Or if you put Andy Isabella, like you're saying, if you put him in the right situation, you get him in the right offense, and he's going to take off. I think that, especially if you send him there and he's got to play, he's got to take, he's got to, it's not Tom Brady developing these, these late round pick wide receivers into these, uh, all, you know, all pro type, um, you know, pass catchers, slot receivers like Julian Edelman, like we remember that, or Andy Amendola, or I'm sorry, uh, Danny Amendola. I mean, it's, it, it's not going to happen. Like, I think there's only a couple situations where a guy like Andy Isabella could go be successful. And it'd be like in Green Bay, and it'd be in Kansas City, where you have elite quarterbacks that have the ability to find those guys in open space, and then they can make plays. But, you know, unless that happens, you're not going to have a pedestrian-type quarterback and Cam Newton elevate the game of a guy like uh, Andy Isabella. It's just not going to happen. I'm not going to have that, you know, to to use a younger man's term, I'm not going to have that FOMO. I'm not going to have the fear of missing out on a good Andy Isabella stop, if he goes to New, New England and he's catching passes or trying to get passes from Cam Newton. It's just not, he's not going to, not going to pop. This is a FOMO free zone bow from here on out. I'm done with that. I'm I don't not know why okay you're so scared of that. I don't know I, why you're so fearful of me being. Because I have the fear of missing out of yeah. what it would be like without it. Okay. Thanks. I'm cool. Okay. Joey Tribbiani, <laughs> Alex Clancy, Bob Rock, Locked on Cardinals. We're going to get Johnny Venerable's take. Can I do an out, please? We're going to get Johnny Venerable's take on the potential Nikhil Harry for Andy Isabella move. Bo's right, two um, two touchdowns in 2020, not three, like I mentioned. Uh, Kyler Murray gives Michael Bidwell an interesting gift, and um, 
yeah, we'll talk Jordan Hicks too. Is he going to be potentially be on the move? It would have benefit the Arizona Cardinals. All that and more next with Johnny Venerable from Revenge of the Birds. First, Rock Auto. RockAuto.com. Um, I still haven't bought the tail lamps that I need. I still haven't bought the um, the paint that I need because I need to find somebody that I trust to put it on my car because I'm so terrible at things like that. Uh, RockAuto.com has got you covered. You don't have Can't to go to a chain store. Tail lamp? Bo, with mine, no <laughs> joke. You have to buy a specific long tool to get it, to, to, to pop it out. Ford is very tricky. Ford is mm -hmm. very tricky. They almost they almost charged me 50 bucks to go in and do it. I found somebody to do it for myself. I di <laughs> I'm digressing. RockAuto.com, um, you don't have to leave your house to get the stuff you need for your car. They're family-owned business. They've been online for 20 years. Um, yeah, save the embarrassment. Save the awkwardness. Go to RockAuto.com. Their prices are reliably low. You don't get upcharged because you're not a manufacturer. So whether it's for your daily driver or your weekend car, RockAuto.com has got you covered. Go to RockAuto.com. Right, type locked on in their how did you hear about us box they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need so you don't have fomo rockauto.com second segment locked on cardinals alex clancy bo brock it's time to bring our boy in johnny venerable uh from revenge of the birds um johnny welcome hi How's your day going so far, sir? It's, go it's going well. Greater Great. now that hopping on with you, gentlemen. Thanks for having me. So we talked about Isabella for Nikhil Harry in the first segment, uh, proposed trade from the Arizona Cardinals. Quickly, um, what do you think about ESPN's proposed trade from a Cardinals perspective? Well, I think, listen, it's, it's a move that's made sense for really the last calendar year. Andy has ties back to the East Coast, specifically Massachusetts, where he excelled as a collegiate athlete. You think about the Patriots being able to utilize his skill set more than Arizona has. Now, again, I'm not comparing him per se to Edelman or Wes Welker, but we've seen that type of player have success under Bill. And so if there's anybody who's going to be able to maximize it, you would assume it's him. Now, a lot of that success came with one Tom Brady in the fold. So take that for what you will. And you do have to be accurate to hit a lot of those intermediate passes that Tom hit with Edelman and Wes Welker. Cam is not accurate. So how that would play into it, I don't know. And then the Nikhil Harry thing is interesting because I do know definitively, had he been there to start day two in 2019 at pick 33, the Cardinals would have taken him. They would have taken him over Byron Murphy. He would have been an Arizona Cardinal. And then how does that play out for the rest of the round now, knowing that Andy Isabella likely wouldn't have been taken? And would they have had to force a corner pick elsewhere? So they liked Nikhil Harry. He was confident. He went on local radio, I, I believe, leading up to Thursday night's draft, saying if I, for whatever reason, fall, Cardinals are going to take me at pick 33. I do believe that would have happened. How do they feel about him now, knowing that Kaim and, and, Steve, and my, uh, Michael Bidwell, Kaim and Bill Belichick have a relationship? They've hmm. made trades, clearly, in the past with Chandler Jones. So they've communicated on the shortcomings of the receivers they've drafted. I think where it where it works out well is the money's near identical, right? Both being second round picks, both having the same remaining years of service left on their contracts, and both being an opportunity to play where they played collegiately. So usually I don't entertain a lot of these fan theories, but this one does make a lot of sense. Now for Arizona as opposed to New England, New England's receiver room has a lot of need for improvement, right? They signed Kedrick Bourne, 
you know, but it's really a bunch of twos and threes, maybe threes and fours. Arizona's receiver room is suddenly stacked with premium talent. And then you talk about the the move where potentially Larry Fitzgerald has, you know, a grandfathered position to come back. How does that affect Nikhil Harry? Well, it would tell me he's no guarantee to make the team. And maybe that's their mindset. Let's showcase Andy during the preseason. Let's get him some some targets. Let's get him a rapport with Colt McCoy, assuming he's going to play with the twos. Let's let's feature him on special teams. And then let's deal him not necessarily for Nikhil Harry because suddenly the Cardinals don't need a receiver, knock on wood. Maybe let's deal him for a day three pick next year. Let's offload his salary. Maybe we can bring him some corner help. I just, Nikhil Harry is not playing over Rondell Moore or Christian Kirk or A.J. Green or Larry Fitzgerald, and he's not playing special teams. So that, to me, is where it gets a little dicey. And if you're able to offload Isabel, I think it makes more sense to go after a position of need. Yeah, a lot of people like to play that easy connecting of the dots. Former, you know, obviously Harry grew up here, played at Arizona State. But yeah, I mean, there's some valid points. And where where does he fit in to a suddenly very crowded room? Uh, and then also when you think about the Andy Isabella thing, it's like he's not going to go with the idea of him catching passes from Cam Newton. I mean, it's he's going to catch passes from Mac McCorkle Jones. Mm-hmm. And, you know, does he become that uh, Devontae Smith? I don't know if that's fair to say, but like, that's your pipe dream. That's your, yeah. I, but you know, these are guys that are just going to try to make a roster at this point. I mean, these are guys that have really, it's going to be, it's going to take them having a good season to really shake that bus label off of, uh, off their names. It's, it's just, that's, that's unfortunate for them. But, uh, man, poor Charles Washington just getting abused by Rondell Moore. I mean, he put him on ice skates. Yeah, uh, it's been fun to watch Rondell Moore, and and I, I know you know the hype train has left the station, but you know it, if this is the only time we talk about it, it's still fun to see a second round pick and the potential there. I mean, I saw the Cardinals were ranked in the same tier of offenses by Pro Football Focus of San Francisco, and if Rondell Moore pops, that ain't happening. They're a way better offense than San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah, I think with, with Rondell Moore, a lot of fans are skeptical, and I'm sure you guys have touched on it because we've seen training camp stars that do nothing during the regular season. This is not one of those instances. This is somebody who was the Big Ten receiver of the year as a true freshman, I believe, at Purdue, either a true freshman or redshirt freshman in 2018, and then really would have been an All-American last year had the pandemic not happened. He was banged up in 2019. Now, I, I was somebody I liked the pick at the time. I didn't love it. I was hoping for a Terrence Marshall, get some size opposite Hopkins. And they bring in this undersized kid, and I'm like, yeah, that's nice. Is it a gimmick? Can he ever develop into a consistent 1,000-yard receiver? His pro comp coming out was Tyler Lockett, but he's shorter than Tyler Lockett. And then by all accounts, what you see yesterday is what's been happening for much of training camp. He's, he's putting people on ice. He's embarrassing defenders. And I think where I push back to a lot of the fan base where they're like, well, we've heard this before. We've seen this before. Well, I also have the same people in my mentions on Twitter and my DM saying that this is the most talented Cardinal team we've seen since the NFC title team in 2015. Well, if that's the case, if you've got a secondary who has talent, same defensive coordinator, and this is happening and he's running with the ones now, what does that tell you about his skill level? If he's breaking in and potentially overtaking somebody like Christian Kirk, who's flawed, but accomplished at the same time. He's played games in this league and has had big moments. 
think about the Monday night football game last year against Dallas. Rondell yeah. has come in and has put a stamp on this receiver room and saying, I'm going to be a factor. I'm going to be a factor in the intermediate passing game and jet sweeps in the return game. I'm going to have carries out of the backfield. And yes, he may never be the prototypical 1200 yard receiver, but you may get 800 yards receiving two to 300 yards rushing a couple kick returns here and there, punt returns. He is going to be a factor this year the same way that Tyron Matthew was a, was an impact player as a rookie. Better than John Brown. John Brown had that straight line speed, perfect for Arians' offense, but he wasn't this prolific as a route runner. I mean, what we saw yesterday was an absolute clinic by a young man that's already gone viral online. And, and to your point, Bo, the Cardinals need that kind of buzz because right yeah. now, People dog on A.J. Green. It doesn't matter how well his training camp's going. They don't think much of their run game. They don't care that the Cardinals brought in Rodney Hudson. People think J.J. Watt's wash. He's already hurt. They need young players that they've drafted, not free agent Band-Aids, but young players that they've drafted to come in and make an impact and grow with this roster and grow with Kyler Murray. And goodness, after years of chasing that second-round white whale with the receiver <laughs> position, looks like they finally made a hit. Well, yeah. and I mean, you guys are going way be like putting the card before the horse with all I'm thinking is he's getting the ball thrown downfield to him. Yeah. Like, it, that's it's what not, I'm it's thinking. not the underneath stuff that you were, I was expecting. I mean, I thought they were going to run some, you know, smoke screens, bubble screens. Yeah. He's going to get the ball like at the run, line of scrimmage. Yeah. And you're, yeah, that, I mean, because that's but, the easy, those are, that's, that's target practice, but him going down the field, getting open and just absolutely, you know, at least poor. With reckless back. abandon. I mean, and also you could think, I mean, it's Charles. Well, I mean, it's the the the, the Cardinals. It's not the no, Legion no, of Boom no. out there. The guy's <laughs> been through enough already. We don't have to slander <laughs> Charles. Like, the other day. Byron, right. Exactly. Byron Murphy yeah, on the first which, uh, viral video. Christian hey, Kirk, by the way, out there today uh, running routes. He's he's back at practice, which it was good. We'll see. I mean, it's. It's good to have an embarrassment in riches. We know what Kirk can do when he can when he when he's can make an he can make an impact. Can he do it consistently enough? Hopefully this later. Yeah. Yeah. So um funny you say that. Alex Nancy Bullrock locked on Cardinals. Johnny Venerable, Revenge of the Birds. Um <laughs> Madden put out a very interesting team rating for the Arizona Cardinals. What the hell are we doing here? I mean, I yeah. feel like we're talking about seven different we're teams. We're still talking about on... Madden. I thought we'd put that to bed last week. It's still silly season, bro. We got, you know, we only have we have a couple days till football starts. Uh, 37 sleeps until week one of the Arizona Cardinals season kicking off September 12th. For God's sake. I don't care about tonight. It's I'll watch the first 10 minutes. It's the Cowboys. I, I, I don't care personally. Coming up next, Madden, a gift from Kyler Murray to Michael Bidwell and more. Johnny Venerable from Avengers of the Birds. Alex Clancy, Bob Rock. Follow him at Bob Rack. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Follow Johnny at Johnny Venerable. Um, Bo, betonline.ag um, is a one-stop shop for everything you need um, when you're betting on sports. Baseball, Bo, mm -hmm. 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day. And BetOnline's <laughs> got you covered again yeah. every time. I wish that baseball was my favorite sport. Um Get all the latest I, news, odds, info, everything from betonline.ag. But what are you your thoughts on BetOnline? I told you about Lee Sterling, our guy from Lockdown Bets. He was already saying pound the under, and the under has changed. The total has changed for tonight's Hall of Fame game. 32 and a half now. It's down Damn, a point. two points. Or, so, yeah, a point. And it's a pretty small total. You've got the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers at minus two and a half. And uh, if you just want some action, if you just want to be you know, a delinquent, do it. Get some action on some exhibition football. This is your first opportunity 
the Hall of Fame game, Bet Online's the fastest, easiest way to do so. And right now, if you're not if you're not signed up, sign up bonus, 50%. to welcome bonus. You sign up and you get 50% more of what you deposit. So if you put in 100 bucks, you get $53 to help build your stack for the regular season. It's locked. It's uh, of course Bet Online. It's your online sports book experts. Final segment, Locked on Cardinals. Alex Lindsey Bobrock, Johnny Venerable, our boy from Revenge of the Birds, joining us here. Uh, exciting stuff coming. 37 more sleeps until week one of the Arizona Cardinals season. I mean, we're there. We did it. Thank you, Phoenix Suns. I saw Brendan clean yesterday. Um, he had, It was a wild ride for him from Locked on Suns. Phoenix Suns kind of bridged the gap for us to make it a little bit easier to stomach the Cardinals not being around for a couple months. Big things coming from Bill Barr and Phoenix. We can't tell you a whole lot right now. Um, met with a rep yesterday. I got some. Hey, Bo, did I tell you yet that I got some uh, free built bars yesterday? Yeah. I think I've only yeah. told you three times. Uh, built bar. Face. I've got my wife eating my built bars. It's like <laughs> it's a nightmare. Just a tough life. You know, it's a really <laughs> tough life for you. Uh, but very exciting things coming to the Valley of the Sun regarding built bar. We'll tell you more um, as we're allowed to. Um, Madden rating. Damn it. These guys, like, <laughs> like this season has been just undervaluing the Arizona Cardinals roster. And then enter Madden, J.J. Watson, 94, probably a little overblown. And now they're an 85 as a team score. I haven't played Madden in 10 years, 8, 10 years, but it still has this weight. It has this credence to it that we talk about it every offseason. 85, Bo, too high, too low, or just right? I have no idea. <laughs> pull, that I mean, I, I, pull that graphic yeah, back out. Yeah, I can. You can kind of just look at where they are. I mean, they're they're week one opponent. They're right there with the Tennessee Titans at eighty five, both eighty fives, uh, just above the Rams, eighty four. Uh, the Niners are eighty three. So if you look at the division Madden totals, the Arizona Cardinals are the best team in division. Yeah, are we talking it's, this is a disrespect, or are we talking that this this it might be overblown? I yeah. That I, I think it's a little bit overblown. That's why I'm like, what the hell are we doing here? They've been undervalued all offseason, and then one of the staples is like, you know what, Pro Bowl team. I think I think it's really because, especially the people that are writing articles on the daily basis and they're breaking down and trying to make their predictions for the 2021 season, is they just they see a very top-heavy roster. They don't believe in the guys that fill in the gaps, the glue guys. They, they see J.J. Watt, they see Chandler Jones, they see DeAndre Hopkins, Kyler Murray, Buda Baker, and then they're skeptical about everybody else. And, uh, you know, it was as far as building a Madden team, and that's why you say, you know, you can't be a, an NFL GM and play it like you're you're playing Madden football because, yeah, it's going to skew things. You're going to have those very high-rated guys. It's going to tip the scales a little bit. And I think that's where what you're seeing here. But, you know, I believe in, in a lot of the glue guys. I think there are some guys under the radar. There are guys that are disrespected mad wise that uh that kind of should bring the cardinals back into the conversation and they're not i don't think the fourth you know best talented roster in the nfc west i think they have one of the top rosters in the division and this just kind of proves it a little bit by using a video game which is ridiculous yeah i i think i heard a rep from Madden the other day push back and say we don't take into account season injuries season any injuries so they carry over a lot of the same statistics from prior years. And that would check out with people who said the Cardinals have signed the best players from 2016, 2017, right? 
I mean, we talked no. about this last week. Players are grandfathered in to certain ratings in Madden. I mean, like Larry Fitzgerald, if he comes back, is going to have a higher Madden rating than, than Christian Kirk and Rondell Moore. But is he a better player than both those guys right now? Probably not. You know, AJ right. Green's probably still sniffing around 89, 90 in Madden. That's probably not the case, right? But these players, these veteran players that have had a lot of success in the NFL get grandfathered in. I'll tell you also where there's a stark difference between that graphic and Madden, the virtual world, and reality, and what the public perception is of the Cardinals. That graphic and Madden does not take account one of the most important factors, and that's who's coaching the football team. And the Arizona Cardinals are coached by the fourth best coach in their own division by a large margin, right? And I think that most people would tell you, objectively speaking, their roster is somewhere between 10 to 12, you know, depending on who you talk to, depending on if they study the roster, like, like Bo, you just mentioned, and understand the kind of quality depth that they have after three years of a rebuild. But again, in the NFC West, where the margin for error is so small because the personnel is so elite, it comes down to coaching on the sideline. And Madden doesn't factor that in. So when the Cardinals need a desperation conversion on a third or fourth down late in the season at L.A., and Cliff Kingsbury's running the show, and you've got Sean McVay and his elite coaching staff on the other side, or they're facing Pete Carroll on a pivotal Thursday night game, and they need to win that game to overtake in the division, and it's a one-possession game, and they can't punch it into the end zone to end the game, and Kyler Murray throws it away on fourth down, that's where Cliff Kingsbury is so often overtaken by his peers, and that's not reflected in Madden. Yeah, and I mean, it's the kind of the Michael Vick effect. Michael Vick is the potentially greatest uh, video game player. But flawed. Right? Video game athlete. Sorry? Yeah. But flawed, right? Well, yeah. I mean, if you get hit, it's a fumble. Like, that. that's kind of what it used to be. And Kyler's going to be, I mean, Kyler, Kyler would be a wrecking crew with Matt. I get it. And you're right. It's all name recognition stuff. Absolutely. Um, but it's fun for people to play video games, I guess. Uh, Alex Clancy, Bob Rock, Locked on Cardinals, Johnny Venerable, Revenge of the Birds. So I wanted to get to this before we get out of here. Kyler Murray had a painting painted for Michael Bidwell. And it's really heartfelt. There's a, his dad is, is in there. Um, wow. It, it, like there's five or there's 10 players or so eight, uh, Patrick Peterson's in there. Aeneas Williams, Larry centers, Carson Palmer makes an appearance, uh, Adrian Wilson. And ahead of the pack is Pat Tillman holding an American flag. And he gifted that to uh, Michael Bidwell. And it's just, and Bo and I talked about this a little bit. We say it flippantly. Like we don't know what Kyler Murray's thinking 98% of the time. He's just a quiet introvert. Cool. No problem with it. And then he does something like this, a gesture. We're not overblowing this, but it's like, that's a really nice thing to do. You know? That's unbelievable. I had not seen that. Thank you for sharing that. Where do I get a copy of that? My, my father, who's been a longtime Cardinal fan, dating back to their days in St. Louis. I mean, that, that speaks to the history and, and Kyler knowing the history of the team. And this is not on the same subject line. I wonder if you guys have touched on it real quick. I know we're wrapping up here. But just the confidence that I've seen from Kyler Murray this offseason, that that interview he did with Kurt Warner on the mm -hmm. NFL Network, and just he's got a different demeanor about himself. I really do believe this is the first time where he views this team as his team coming into year three. And I also think, and not to get off on a sidetrack here, does that have a little bit to do with the presence or non-presence of Larry Fitzgerald? <clears throat> and, and Kyler knowing definitively 
this is my team. I'm running the show. Everybody's looking for me to an for answers. And I think his relationship to Michael Bidwell, that is, that is a great omen if you want him and hope that he's going to be around for the next five to seven years and sign an extension with this team. But because I do believe the hierarchy of this organization, regardless of who's the GM, the head coach, is Michael Bidwell and then Kyler Murray. Yeah, it's an interesting point. I mean, this is a this is an organization that's been going through a facelift uh, as far as the overall leader, obviously, from Larry Fitz to to Kyler Murray, and then on the defensive side, you know, no longer do you have Pat Pete, and you know, JJ Watt seems like he's taking on that role, and I'm sure some from Buda Baker, but more of a vocal role with with Watt. Uh, so yeah, it, it's, it's definitely, things are changing and, and, you know, it's just like you're going into your junior year in high school. I mean, you were a lot more damn confident going into your junior year than your freshman and your sophomore year. I mean, you just feel like you're big man on campus already. So I, I think it's, yeah, I, I expect Kyler Murray to play with a lot of confidence. Now, my big takeaway from this painting is look at the uniforms. There's no sign of their current <laughs> uniforms in there. He wants a throwback baby. That's even more, you know, even more, you, evidence that he wants that get, get the piping the, out of here get that piping out yeah of here. and listen i'm ready and i've told you this bo and i'll continue to say it, get the bird off the helmet no i'm done, what? I'm oh, done. Nah. johnny you're the oldest 30 whatever old you are get the bird off the helmet use it as a throwback best, best helmet in the nfl the white the hell helmet. you just have that next to you what are we doing here what they do from head down you cannot this this has to stay that's this like deal it. breaker. No. I 100% disagree. Alex Lance, something else, ARI, Cardinals, something mm -hmm. written or oh, nothing. Gross. You have to have the logo. You're in yeah. Browns. Change the logo. Erroneous on all counts. Alex Lance, Bobrock, Locked on Cardinals, Johnny Venerable, Revenge of the Birds. Thanks, man. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Just has that helmet available.